0: Good morning guys. Happy Saturday. It is day 4 of 100 for my morning meltdown challenge part 2. I fully intended to record yesterday, but sometimes life gets in the way, things happen, and what you plan to do for that day doesn't work. That was my Friday. My Friday was busy. My Friday was emotional. My Friday was a combination of a lot of things that I dealt with that were out of my control. I've always been one of those people that go with the flow, roll with the punches, right? But in later years of my life, I've become a bit of a control freak and I would rather be in control of certain situations. Like this morning, I woke up a little later than I wanted to, got my dogs walked, took longer for them both to do their business. And so my morning was shifted. I'm just now leaving for Zumba and Zumba starts in three minutes and I'm 15 minutes away. So I will be late to Zumba this morning. But you know what? I could have said, okay, I'm going to be late for Zumba. I'm just not going to go. I don't want to show up late. I don't want to be that person. (laughs) And just giving myself an excuse to stay home for like another hour. Maybe get some stuff done. Dishes, laundry, what have you. Relax, read a book, watch, you know, listen to a podcast or something. Watch some Netflix. But no. I hurried up and I got my stuff ready, although later than I wanted to be, and I'm out the door because not everything in life goes according to plan. One thing that I have talked about on this podcast before, but if you're new here, I'm an emotional eater. When I'm stressed out, I turn to food to help me cope. And yesterday, that's exactly what I did on my lunch break. I was pressed for time. I literally had just enough time to come home and walk my dogs on my two-hour lunch because I had other stuff I needed to take care of first. And I hit up the McDonald's drive-thru. I got a number six, which is 10-piece Chicken McNuggets with a large Sprite and a large fry. Granted, I ate all the nuggets, not all the fries, drank all the soda. But it really pissed me off because I really wanted to do this whole eating healthier in January kind of self-challenge. Gary's already challenged me to no pizza, and it's day four, and I haven't had pizza. Although, Friday nights are usually pizza nights, and I was kind of bummed I didn't have any last night. But it's okay. (laughs) I will survive. If Gary can survive 12 months, I can survive one. But I wanted to do a no pizza, no soda, no fast food, no alcohol January. That was just kind of something in the back of my head. Now, I didn't write it down. I didn't publicly post about it. I didn't talk about it on my podcast on the 1st. I just wanted to kind of make that commitment to myself because not every goal that you have for this journey needs to be publicized. And it's not that I was trying to, you know, not be held accountable for it. It was just something that I wanted to do for myself. And yesterday, on the third day of January, two of those went out the window soda and fast food. But you know what? I'm okay, I'm going to survive. I'm going to go to Zumba today, I have work, and then I will come home and do day four of Morning Meltdown 100, which is Total Body Badass, which is one of my absolute favorite workouts of this program. It is probably one of the hardest of the ten, but it's one of my favorite. And you know, I'm still on this journey. One bad meal or one bad day, hell, even one bad week of eating does not throw off the progress I've made. I am in year three of this restart. Year three. Down 56 pounds since my restart. Down over, oh God, mathing is hard for me sometimes. Down over 70 for my heaviest weight. And you know what? That is something to celebrate. That is something to be proud of. Do I have more weight to lose? Yeah. Will it eventually come off? Yep. And if you don't believe me, head on over to the Daryl Perry podcast and listen to Mr. Daryl Perry talk about how this process takes time. I made a post yesterday on my Instagram of my weight loss trend in a graph from my restart. It kind of cuts off the very beginning at the top just because the picture wouldn't size right. Thanks, Instagram. But it shows, you know, the ups and downs of this journey. And overall, there's a downward trend. But there are times when I gain one to two to even three or four pounds, especially being a woman with hormones and Aunt flow in town. My weight will go up and down. But those are things I've learned to cope with. There are so many people who, you know, say, for, say they start off January 1st, right? And for the first three weeks of January, they have losses. Maybe they lose six pounds and four pounds and three pounds. And then that week four comes in and they stall. They maybe gain a pound or two or they don't lose anything. And they give up all hope and they're like, fuck this. This is stupid. I'm not seeing the results that I want. What am I doing? What's the point? Why am I sacrificing, you know, the foods that I want to eat, which I'll get into that a different day. And bust my ass in the gym if I'm not going to see any results. Now they won't think about the potential 10 plus pounds they've already lost that month. They will look at that week and be like, well, this isn't working. If I gave up every time the scale went up 2 pounds, I would never get anywhere. I've had the scale go up 2 pounds from one day to the next based on maybe eating out or having soup and crackers when I'm sick, or drinking alcohol. It is okay. That scale does not determine your entire journey. One bad meal is not going to throw off all the hard work I've put in for the last three years. Did I feel like absolute trash after I ate McDonald's? Yeah. Did I think about that when I was shoveling into my mouth? Nope. I have to find better ways to deal with my emotions rather than turning to food. Especially fast food. I need to learn to make some like, I need to have like, I don't know, maybe Willie or Jack or someone teach me some like southern comfort recipes. (laughs) That way when I'm feeling down and I want to eat all my emotions, at least it's like yummy food that's not going to upset my stomach for three days. It's okay to give in to cravings and it's okay to be an emotional eater if that's what you are but it's getting that back in check and reining that back in last night for dinner I had eaten all my meal prep for the week and honestly I was just really exhausted from the day that I had had and I didn't really want to cook anything it was kind of late I worked until eight you know got home had to walk the dogs it was like nine o'clock by the time I was sitting down to think about dinner so I made myself a tuna sandwich (laughs) And you know what? There's no shame in my tuna game because that tuna sandwich was delicious. And I had already eaten kind of over my calories for the day with the McDonald's, so a tuna sandwich was just what my body needed. Like it was it was enough to sustain me. Here it is the next morning and I'm on my way to Zumba. I've already eaten a banana. I'm drinking my pre. And I I feel I feel fine. I don't feel like I'm starving. I know that after Zumba I will be, but I have snacks packed in my lunch. I've got a nutrient bar. I have a protein bar. I have another banana and an apple. That's enough to sustain me until I get home and do my workout and can have a bigger lunch. It's all about planning ahead. I suck at planning ahead. I really, really do. Meal prep is just one of those things that's not really for me because I get bored. Like, so this week I had meatloaf, baby red potatoes that I roasted in the oven with some baby carrots. And it was good, but by like day three or four of that, I'm like, ugh, I don't want this anymore. So maybe I need to be like a twice a week meal prepper. Maybe that will help me get over some things. Maybe that will help cure the boredom I get with meal prep. I also don't like to cook. So if y'all are new here and you're looking for recipes and motivation to cook, you're not going to find it for me. Head on over to my friend Becca's page at our Moral Gets Fit. And she is Chef Becca and she loves to cook. The funny thing is, is my boyfriend is a chef and he doesn't want to cook because he's been cooking all day at work, which I understand. But I'm always like nervous when I make dinner for the two of us because I'm like, uh, is he going to critique this? Is he going to like this? Like, Ooh. which by the way, He did like my meatloaf. He just didn't like the fact that I combined barbecue sauce and ketchup. Which, let's just say, he's missing out. It's delicious. So throw some minced garlic on top of that with your barbecue sauce and your ketchup. Oh, so good. (laughs) But I did make a ground beef meatloaf this week for us because he prefers ground beef. And I quickly was reminded why I don't eat ground beef. So next time, we'll do a ground beef and a ground turkey. Because my stomach and ground beef just does not get along too well. So there was a point to this podcast. Ten minutes in, I'm really not sure what it was. I've been told, you know, that my daily podcasts are being missed by a few individuals. And uh daily was just a lot for me. So you're probably gonna hear me a couple times a week, just kinda pop on, share some tidbits, share some nuggets with y'all, um, share my thoughts at where I'm at with this hundred days. I've told a couple of my like gym people, uh so I work at a gym. I'm the kids' club supervisor at my gym here in Reno. And I've told, you know, a few of my parents that I'm restarting this 100 day challenge. And a few of them are like, good for you. That's amazing. And a couple of them are like, are you crazy? 100 days in a row again? Yeah. Yeah. As one of my Instagram friends told me the other day, morning meltdown 100 is your soul program. It's your bread and butter. It's where you started. It's what you fell in love with. And she's absolutely right. And I'm not saying that I'm never going to do another Beachbody program because I know that I will. There's a bar program that's launching very soon, and I'm I'm going to do that right after Morning Meltdown ends. And you know, I could do it concurrently if I wanted to. I I've done some of the yoga, um, some of the yoga workouts just to kind of help loosen up my body over the last few weeks. And I really do like the fact that I can work out from the comfort of my own home. You know, I have loose skin. I still have fat on my body. I still have progress to make. And by being able to work out of the comfort of my own home, I'm not self-conscious. I'm not, like, feeling the need to hide myself. Hell, I've worked out in my living room in a sports bra and shorts before, and I would never do that in a gym. But in the comfort of my own home, heck yeah, especially during the summertime when it was hot. If you take away anything from this rambling of 12 minutes now, don't beat yourself up for one bad meal or one bad day of eating or one bad week of eating. It's not going to throw off all your progress. Emotional eating is something that we all deal with and we all have to learn to overcome. And I'm still a work in progress, even on year three. And that's okay. I'm going to figure it out. My emotional eating, quote unquote, binges, if you will, for lack of a better term, are not as prevalent as they used to be. Because I'm trying to not turn to food during those things. I'm actually trying to turn to exercise. Yesterday, when all this stuff was going down on my lunch break, I didn't have time to get an exercise in. I did go walk my dogs and that did make me feel a little bit better, but I didn't have time to do like anything full on in the gym. So it's just going to keep being a work in progress. One day at a time, one meal at a time, one workout at a time. Keep going, you guys. Do not give up on your goals. Do not give up on yourself. Because you are worth it. You are worth it more than you will know. I hope you guys do one thing today that your future self will thank you for. And I will talk to you all again in a couple days.